Eric Kasman's great. We gotta He's have so back good. On. I mean, I could just talk college basketball with people all oh, day. Oh man, I, you were you were I love definitely it. I getting. Just love it. I seriously, I think one day we're gonna. It's PJ and it's gonna be Glasser Metrics or something. Off the gonna, glass. Yeah, off just the glass. Names yeah. itself. Right? There you go. Yeah. Off the glass metrics. Off the glass. It's gonna metrics. be your own college basketball product. You're gonna have your own metrics and stats to determine these things and. Real talk, though, like mm-hmm. how great is Joe Lenardi's job? Dude oh, yeah. gets paid to just yeah. make guesses, right? Yeah. Educated guesses. Yeah. He, well, that's I what mean, we do, yeah. actually. That's, yeah, I mean, that's true. exactly what we do. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But his is specifically like college basketball, March Madness. PJ's related. thinking about that. His favorite time in the world. Yeah, it is. So it's great. Is there any sporting weekend that you like more than the first week of March Madness? I'm going to assume no, right? No. Just chance. making sure. No chance. Making sure it wasn't the NFL or no. something. But I mean, everybody. The great thing about March Madness is like everybody likes it to that a is, degree. That is. And it, there's no, there's literally no skill involved. Mm-hmm. I, I promise you in my bracket group, I, I will be, I'll finish in like worse than 30th place. It's just how it goes. I mean, it's, well, it's like being in a fantasy league where somebody auto drafts their team and then they win. <laughs> yeah, you don't oh like my, that. It's that not good. That pisses me off. I've been there before. Because what happens is, you know, the three of us, we watch these teams and then the bracket comes out and we we overanalyze the matchups and we're like I like that team but I think so and so is going to beat them so I'm yep. not going to have them going far and then they that doesn't happen and then your bracket's all screwed meanwhile so and so's picking whatever cuz their coach is good looking yeah and, and, with, the, done. <laughs> and with the uncertainty too of this Who are the good looking coaches Tony in... Bennett Virginia for sure for well, he sure. was he didn't even sure. let you finish and he had that answer I mean, right Jay Wright obviously Jay but Wright. he's gone he's not at there George anymore. Clooney of college basketball yeah, Tony B. I guess Tony Bennett. I mean, I can't. So that's think your, that's your man crush. Other? I don't know. If there's any other. That would the be your man crush. People like. Yeah. I'm, personally, no. I just know Tony Bennett is a fan favorite amongst a lot of people. It's okay. Women. You can have a man crush. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, Mike Trout was that yeah. for a while. Love that. Too dude. quiet though. I feel like you. You know, you guys don't match personalities. <laughs> <laughs> oh, love Mike Trout. Uh, <laughs> More than college basketball? No. Chance. Okay, just making sure. No yeah, and look, it's going to be unpredictable, and when Selection Sunday comes around, there's going to be some surprises. Clearly, where teams are seeded. Uh, this was Eric last segment on some of the potential underseeded teams. Well, I think one of them that jumps out at me is a team that. He stopped, and then he tried again. Yeah, I think so. I hope so. Hope it works. Is that a bad omen to pick those teams? That that may be a bad omen. Yeah, I think so too. I have to rethink this. I don't know what happened. That's weird. That is weird. False start. Yeah, it was a false start. False start. We'll just uh, one of those buffering things. It just started and then it just. Why would it do that? It was ready to go. It It saves. It was absolutely ready to go. Give me two seconds. That's fine. Wisconsin's up two on Purdue right now. Of course they are. Yep. Big Ten teams at home. Purdue with Purdue. Problem is the Big Ten tournament. They won't really be at home, so we won't be able to go by that anymore. Yeah. It's almost that that trend is almost over now. Mm-hmm. All right, let's try it again. Here was Eric Haslam on potential underseeded teams. Well, I think one of them that jumps out at me as a team that's finally getting healthy is going to be Memphis. You remember Memphis last year was a team that a lot of people looked at and said they're going to get Gonzaga in that second round, and with the talent they could give Gonzaga problems, and they did for a little bit of time. And now you bring a lot of that group back, and you get them healthy. They went for a long time without Malcolm Dandridge. He was injured. He lost Alex Lomax. Those guys are back. Kendrick Davis missed the game. Now he's healthy. If that team can play and bring it together, I like what they offer. Now, I always look at those teams, and I I kind of shy away from a team like St. Mary's. I like St. Mary's. Don't get me wrong. Randy Bennett's a heck of a, a great coach. He gets the most out of his players. But if you're thinking of a team that's going to go the distance, I always look for talent in March. It seems like a lot of these teams that aren't necessarily motivated 
throughout January and February hit a different gear when it matters. And I think of North Carolina last year, a great example. They had all the talent in the world, couldn't put it together, finally did in the month of March. Now you're talking about who is that team going to be. I'm thinking a team like Kentucky, who had the fingerprint of a team that could go the distance along with They had the experience. They had the, the alpha. But also I'm thinking of a team like Arkansas, who now you get Nick Smith back. He's healthy. They have a high ceiling. I mean, for them to be landing where they are right now, which is probably right around that seven or eight line, that's a team everybody thinks of as a as a two or a three or a four originally before the season starts. So if they get it all together, I think the Razorbacks can really make a dent in the tournament. Kentucky would be interesting because mm. it would be like North Carolina last year. So couple things. Mm -hmm. First, Memphis, he brings up a great point because Memphis played at Alabama this season. They only lost by three, and they get to play Houston twice. So when Memphis gets into the tournament, they're arguably have already faced the two best teams in college basketball, right? So nothing's going to surprise them. They played Gonzaga last year in the round of 32, and they were up at halftime. Gave them fits. They really did. And that team really hasn't changed much other than losing Jalen Duran and Penny Hardaway. Larry Brown's on that bench, so they got good coaching. Uh, so I do like Memphis. Kentucky, guys, I'm telling you right now, whoever Kentucky plays in the first round of the NCAA tournament and whoever they continue to play will be my biggest bets throughout the tournament. I, I love them because there is not a team in America who is more matchup oriented than Kentucky. When they go against teams that can score the ball, like Vanderbilt last night, like Arkansas, like Bama, like Mizzou, like Gonzaga, they lose. When they play teams that are defensive-minded, like Tennessee, who they've beaten twice, like Florida, who they've beaten twice, like Mississippi State, they win those games. It, 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 it like, doesn't fail. So Kentucky won four straight games, and everybody's like, oh, Kentucky's turning the corner. Oh, look at this. They played Mississippi State, Tennessee, Florida, Auburn. All those teams are good defensively. Then they play a team in Vanderbilt who, when they're on, can score like they did last night. Night, night, sleep, man. So I'm telling you guys, on Saturday, when Kentucky goes to Arkansas and they play another team that can score, give me Arky. In the tournament, if they play like a Northwestern, Kentucky will be my biggest bet. If they play Rutgers, biggest bet. If they play a team like Gonzaga again, if they play a team like Xavier, Baylor. Night. Night. Sleep, man. Kentucky is the best team in America to bet. Just look at their matchups. If their opponent can score, you bet against them. If their opponent is good defensively, you bet Kentucky. And it's that simple. And it is a cash cow. It is a gold mine. And it doesn't Sounds like we have a new beat the books for Monday. I think Just so. Just bet Kentucky. Look at their schedule. Look at the teams that they have success against and look at the teams they don't. It's 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 pretty incredible. How just sort of surreal. It really is. So Arkansas on Saturday for everybody listening. Game's coming up in a couple days. Just go ahead and bet Arkansas, whatever it is. Just bet them. They'll win. Kentucky cannot beat teams that score. That's a really great point. Good it's, defensive teams, bet Kentucky. Good offensive teams, bet and, against Kentucky. And I, I think his point about Arkansas, too, so so sound because I remember watching Eric Musselman in the tournament last year, and they looked really good with Jalen Williams. Mm -hmm. I'm like, man. Eric Musselman is a really, really good coach, has a ton of swag. This team is loaded, has one of the best recruiting classes in the nation this year. Obviously, Nick Smith gets injured early on to start the year. People didn't even know whether he was going to come back, right? Now he is back. Now he's back in the swing of things. Arkansas is, is a sleeping giant. They are real under the radar, mm -hmm. real. Like, no one is talking about Arkansas. 
And they got guards. Guards. Like we, for we days. Need good guard play. They got guards the for days. They got Ricky Council, Debo Davis, Nick Smith, Anthony Black. I mean, they they can play, man. I like Arky a lot. I really do. God, I hope Purdue plays Arkansas in the one eight game. Oh my That would be God. incredible. That's Max Bet on Arkansas. Yeah. Max Bet. Send it. Send it. Send it. I have I have like money all over the place in these different Bet MGM accounts. And I have been si- like just uh, consistently making sure to not bet any of the bets in uh, any of the book in Virginia. There's a few hundred dollars in there. It's just all waited. For- I'm all waiting for the March Madness only. I am struggling today, but you know what I'm trying to say. I struggled last night. I am. Fine. <laughs> I am holding off betting in that book. I'm waiting patiently, and that is where the money is going. Are these things? Be honest, because. This show before during March Madness is difficult, is it? It's very difficult. Yeah, because I would think. you're watching and you're trying to pay attention. And we did our first weekend, or our first week, from BetMGM National Harbor. Which, listen, less TVs than in here. <laughs> yeah, right. Less yeah. TVs. It's nice. You'll have one game on each, which will actually be nice. Yes. Yeah. But no, it's a difficult thing. Yeah. And then you're trying to leave and get here, but there's games still going so on. So true. I might just come down early. You should come down at like 11.30. And then You're just really chill. chill. Yep. Me and chill. Emma hanging out, yeah. enjoying a, a faux brew. <laughs> faux brew. Emma fighting people when she's got treats. and Yeah. Oh, know. God. She almost, she almost killed me Yeah, right here on this you show. Seen her. I'd Nick, like to go back and Nick where do the first the two days rank for you among your favorite sports I mean, I'm still going to put them second to the division round of the NFL playoffs. Division the division. So the reason why I take the divisional round – over the wild card round is because sometimes the wild card round you got teams don't belong there, like they snuck in and it's you get some bad games. The divisional round of the playoffs is when you, the NFL playoffs. That's when you get I do some like of the, the best round. games. And I mean, you yeah. think two years ago, all those games I, were game-winning field goals, unbelievable. Yeah, that was peak NFL right there. Yes, peak. that was that, that was, was that was the best round of the playoffs in any sport that I've ever seen. It was just, Unreal. It, each game was better than the next, and then that Bills-Chiefs might have been the greatest game any of us have ever seen. I think so. <laughs> Those, like, how many points were there in the final two minutes? 23? Four? Crazy. Think it was, yeah, that Rams-Buccaneers uh, game was in- incredible, too. Oh, I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. Incredible. Bucks made that comeback, and then Stafford hits yeah. Cup. Crazy. Um, everybody how about forgets the, about that because of what the Chiefs and Bills did. Right. And then the Niners game, when they blocked the punt, they were doing absolutely nothing all game. And then the Packers, just the special teams killed. That was that was crazy. First two days of the tournament are your favorite? Yeah, days? for sure. Okay. Yeah. Is Master Sunday your second favorite day? Mm, no, probably not. I don't actually know what my favorite would be after after first after the first Madness. week of March yeah. Madness. Man, it might be conference tournament weekend. So coming up, yeah, I really like that I do too. too. I it's do too. fun. It is fun. You're just like, man, there's madness going on mm-hmm. all day. All it day. Does live so up to many names. games. <laughs> so many games. Yeah, I know. I do. I do love Champ Week. God, we're entering such a good time. This is right a really now. good time. Really good time. And then April hits, and then we're getting ready for the NBA playoffs, where guys actually start trying a lot more. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then we go all the way through to that. And then one of my favorite things, the NBA draft. Love the NBA draft. NBA draft's okay. What? <laughs> NBA draft's okay. I love the NBA I'm draft. I'm scarred from the NBA draft. <laughs> Why are you scarred? I just have worked it, and it's maybe the worst thing. It's probably, let me just say this. The NBA draft, when thinking about it, off of five seconds of thought, 
and then maybe I'll I'll reserve judgment and I'll change my mind. But I think the NBA draft might be the worst media event to work in all of all out of all of them. Well, it's per, it's personal the for reason, you here because you've had you've hated covering it. Yeah, but the, if you go and work it right, you'll just sit around. Covering a draft sucks. It's the worst. Yeah, that sucks. So I am scarred by it. The day before the draft is fine because you all the little media events, but on draft day, it's maybe the most excruciating mm-hmm. day. You wait. So they do it. They do the pick right, and there's you know whatever amount of minutes between picks. But then they do their little circuit, five, six, seven places. Yeah. You don't get up to talk to them at the podium for 45 minutes. Oh, yeah. So it's probably 45, 50 minutes between picks. And at a certain point, you're like, what are we even doing here? Mm. Do I care? Am I waiting for the Mikhail Bridges moment? <laughs> what, what are we doing? After the first, like, 10 picks, I don't even know kids. I don't even care about these kids. Yeah. It's been 50 minutes times 10. Sir, I got to go. Uh, we need to get out of here. Yeah. Plus, Woj and Shams are in the whole draft. Yes. Which I won't I look. Can't stand. I won't do it. I stand. Yeah, you, won't, won't do it. you won't look? I, I will try to stay away. It's hard, though. But I will. I will try. NFL draft, awesome. Yeah. Way better. NFL draft's 